I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello and welcome back to the Keith Cheggers podcast. My name is Carl Donnelly. I'm joined by Hannah Norris. And there's a reason that this week, week 36 of Hannah's pregnancy, I am doing the introduction. Doing the talking. Normally Hannah does an introduction. She normally says something about her body. uh, (laughs) This week. Here at week 36 (laughs) in my pregnancy. Uh, This week is a birth partner special, hence me taking the lead. Um, and to do so, we thought we'd get a guest on who has actually been previously mentioned on an episode by his wife, uh, Monique Howie. He was described by Monique as the best birth partner you could imagine. Ever. Ima- ever. Best, said, per- best birth, birth partner, partner you ever. could imagine. They've had five children, so I thought maybe it's because he's had loads of practice, but yeah. apparently it's from word, the word go. Yeah, and it's not just Monique who says it. Um, well, maybe. Josh sent through, um, he, he did a series on radio four a few years ago called losing it which is about birth and being a dad and things like that and the episode i listened to is going in um and for the for the first birth and the midwife says to him that he's the the best birth partner she's ever seen yeah well that was literally that is verbatim so that that totally happened and the reason it's in terms of mix those two questions together what it was i was so paranoid that i you know i wanted to do everything right and it's sort of that that seems there seems to be this stereotype that men are rubbish and and even if you see it on like on documentaries like the uh the, that that uh uh three minute which was the one birth? born every minute but yeah one born every minute and you'd see a guy sitting there on his phone that wasn't my reality in any way it was like and all the guys i knew were also all fully committed to getting and stuck in obviously we can't do the heavy lifting in terms of the, the pregnancy and the, but the one thing we can be there is like, there's no excuse to not be fully on board, a hundred percent committed and doing everything that you can do. And my brother-in-law who's like a big old ex brother-in-law. who's a big old hippie guru guy was like when it, when he came to his children's birth, he sort of had a mental breakdown. He made it all about him. And, <laughs> yes. um, you know, and, and it's like, and all that stuff. And even like things like peep show, the character goes off and plays video games and, and whatever. But that's just not real. Just like all these stupid adverts of men not being able to change nappies or and being rubber. It's just, it's just that's not reality. Certainly not my reality. Yeah. And um, being a good birth partner isn't rocket science in no. any way. You know, it's it's there, there are uh, certain things that I have learned and certain things that you get right and stuff. But it's just like it's being it's a, what it's about is being fully committed to being the best possible support you can be. Yes, I suppose. So yeah, because I, I, but do you think? Because I think part of the problem that maybe puts off, especially some men, I would say, is that almost feeling like you don't want to um intrude because there's medical professionals like we watched them what was that show the bbc show we tried it wasn't bbc it's a the life and yeah, the, birth. That, yeah there's basically a new show about yeah. birth. life and birth I think. and um and basically it sort of it shows quite it, we didn't really enjoy it because it's very it's the sort of birth we don't really want you know hannah doesn't want to go through the style of birth that they show which is very well, very much kind of on her back, on her back in a, in a maternity yeah, yeah, sure. ward. You know, every, bright like, lights. A lot of yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just I don't know, but basically there was one couple on it, and the you know the her partner this was just this gormless guy who you didn't say a word the whole time, and she also had her sister and her mum there as well, and they were doing the talking, and her sister was filming it, and it was yeah. just like, but this guy was just sitting there like a just a spare wheel in the corner, and you could see that he was just. He felt so out of his depth and like he didn't know what to say or do. And I feel like a lot yeah. of guys probably fall into that category. I'm sure that that's 
true, but I imagine if they are listening to this podcast, then yeah. they are actively engaged. Yeah. And I yeah. just feel like that's, there are just, it's not that it's, um, you know, there are just lots of people who are rubbish. Whether <laughs> in whatever, you know, it's not, not necessarily yeah. a man, woman thing or whatever. There are people who want to get involved and do it and do the best. And there are people who are just, will take an easy option and whatever. And there's, but for, for me, like as a man in the child, as part of the equation in the childbirth part of it, yeah, you can't do that stuff, but you you have a role to play. Yeah. And you can make it a much better experience for your partner. And I always saw it as something that you go through together. It's a it's part of it. And I want to be a part of it as much as possible, just like I want to be a part of and I'm a part of my children's childcare and yeah, all that. Yeah. And that's not because I'm some hippy dippy um you know, like feminist, whatever, it's purely for selfish reasons. <laughs> having children is, having babies is one of the most amazing experiences in the world. And I want to soak up every part of that. Yeah. That's, it's not about equality and all of that. It's just, I want, I want in on it. It's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's a gift. Did you feel and like that in the, uh, during the pregnancies as well? You very, like, you, even the first one, did you feel, cause you know, even like, I think, cause we've done this and, you know, I've been to all the scans where possible. Like at the minute, obviously, with lockdown, I've not been able to. But, like, I've felt very part of it yeah. the whole time. Yeah. But um, I know, obviously, I've, you know, I've spoken to some guys who haven't felt really part of their partner's pregnancy. I, I feel like they feel like it's just that's happening there and we just got to wait to do our bit once the baby's out. Yeah, like which I think is bullshit. Yeah. I, just, I, I mean, I think that's going to... That, unfortunately... If they don't do it now, then that that starts slipping through the rest of the the, the child care and all that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. nappies aren't really. Oh, I'm not a hundred percent. No one is taught how to do this stuff. Yeah, no one My wants parents, to. Yeah. No one wants to touch shit. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. And you, no one, and no one in to be honest, and no one's taught the birth. And you know, you can read a few books and you can do the NCT and, and at least know what's going on. But the, you're either the person who's gonna kind of person who wants to engage with it with the process of having a child or you're not and you're always going to take a step back and that yeah, is yeah. that is true and my parent both my parents are rubbish and wanted nothing to do with childcare, and thus raised by nannies and stuff so i guess partly yes i'm reacting against that by wanting to get involved but it just seems amazing to me that you wouldn't want to be literally right in there yeah, yeah you're gonna yeah, yeah. Gross, weird stuff, but like you surely, if you read some stuff, you know that these things are going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's part of it. You're going to get down. I guess in a way, it's it is now a privilege as well for partners to be part of this because for so long you're kind of outside the room. Or I think even you know when I was born, I don't. I I mean, I was I was a cesarean birth, but I don't. I know my dad was at the hospital, but I don't think he was. I don't know how much he was in the room or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. So that's a new, no, that's a new opportunity. Yeah. So to kind of miss out on it is a bit of a waste. Isn't I've it? never yeah. asked, but I'm willing to bet everything I own that my dad was nowhere near the hospital when I was born. <laughs> <laughs> was in the country? Mate. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I don't know. He was probably in a betting shop. That's why I reckon he was during my birth. But yeah, it's, I, I, I suppose. Yeah, but I, I suppose it is just like it's a different type of. Yeah, there are people that want to. Or I suppose there's. I'm in, I'm interested in it as much as I am invested yeah, in it. You know what I mean, it, I genuinely have found it so fascinating. And it might, again, even like the fact we did IVF, and so even this, I found the science of that yeah. very interesting. And like from day one of the like the moment there was a baby in there, I found reading and and learning about it and feeling part of it really just interesting. It's like I've learned so much in, in yeah, because we months. saw pictures of the embryos. Yeah, we? I couldn't believe it. Like just seeing it there, that that's a cell, and that might there's two of them that they put in, and that one or both might become a baby. Is like whoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. Yeah, that's the picture of our child. I'm going to be keeping in my wallet, just the embryo. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I wonder how much of that is to do with being a comic, not looking for material, but just there's a certain attitude of like. I want to go through different experiences or I want to yeah. have this experience as fully as I could possibly have it. Yeah. Not just a comic, but as any kind of creative person or whatever. I'm not saying that, that our actions are limited to that and people can't do that if they're not in those creative fields, yeah, but yeah. certainly there's something about getting fully engaged, which is 
appropriate terminology. Yeah, and I suppose also there is that <laughs> slight luxury of having more time together when you know when you're self-employed and work from yeah. home and. We do get to spend more time than normal, especially at the minute we have. So I think there's that thing of, I suppose we get to see it much more constantly growing and yeah. happening. And absolutely, but yeah. uh, but I just feel I feel that but but I just feel as men, this whole thing of men being rubbish, there is not some biological thing that men are incapable of it at some genetic level. Is that is just absolutely bollocks. You're saying it's, it's a hundred percent choice. It's anything. It's a cultural thing. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, it's a personal. It's a personal characteristic to the individual whether they're the kind of person who wants to get hands on, or they're going to use like society this sort of stereotype of men being a bit rubbish to sit back on their phone and not engage with it. And that yeah, yeah. that's more telling as to who they are, not who we are as men or as our gender roles. I read something the other day. It was about, I think it was like five, only 5% of mammals are actually involved in that childcare, like the male, the males, like not of the species, but that humans are one of the, one of those 5%. So it's quite common in mammals that there's no active um, part of being involved with the childcare, but for humans it is. And so we should be doing it. Yeah. 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 So there's a, there's 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 no excuse, and, it, and and it isn't that. And like I said, it's not that hard. And it's sort of, I guess the thing is, it it seems weird to me because I am not very good at empathy, um, and I so or, or just I just I can't understand the mindset of someone who wouldn't want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's very. So it seems totally normal when when this woman, and I'll tell you the story of what happened. But when she said to me, when the midwife talked to me at the end of it when she was talking about like it seemed like it seemed amazing to me like i just what i did didn't seem anything outside of the norm well but yeah that's what was yeah. for her to comment on it but they, what happened was and i'm going to talk about um, i mean i'm assuming part of this is to sort of talk through the actual yes birth, um everything but but at the end of it the um the midwife who rose who'd been you know she came up to me uh and as we were sort of all happy and and she said uh Said I, I've been doing this. I can't do an Irish accent. I've been doing this thirty years. <laughs> thirty years. I, in the thirty years I've been doing it, and I have never seen as good a birth partner as you. Wow. Uh, so I've been doing this thirty years. Wow. And I have never seen as good a birth partner as you. And what was so funny was Monique was like right there, <laughs> just had a natural birth nine hours over. <laughs> He was just like, hello? Like, what about... And Rose was like, all up at me. She was like, oh, man, you were... She was just going on and on about it. And uh, so it did seem... I I could... I, the stuff that I did didn't seem that amazing. But it obviously was enough for her to comment about it. Yes. Yeah. I, it's, yeah. And it obviously it's the fact that you did... What you did was... Um, yeah, you were very conscientious and all that stuff. But it, there's also... that It does sound from that response that there is an element that the bar has been set relatively low. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess so. I mean, I mean, there we were prepared. The NCT stuff obviously teaches you a certain amount. They gave, I think, they gave a really good tip. I've written down a bunch of tips and stuff that I remember. But oh, great. straw straws is a great. I don't know if you've heard the straw thing. Yeah, taking straws. Got straws. And you saying, Hannah, you want to be, you don't want to be on your back, which you don't. You, yeah. you know, so having a straw is going to allow you to drink water on your knees or in all the different positions and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I was really, I was like constantly had, I constantly had like a um, a cup of water available with a straw to sort of in between um, uh, in pit stops to sort of give. Yeah, you know, yeah, so I yeah, had, yeah. Uh, that was one of the things I had. Massage oil that was yeah. like good. So I'd take a night, get buy a nice massage oil, and then because I, I, I guess what I was quite good at was uh, massaging the lower back. Like Monique wasn't on her back either. So she was on her knees, I think, or leaning over the bed a lot of it and i think just me being able and just be able to push that you know that i'm sure they well in the nct thing i don't know if they had that doll of the pelvic thing and they showed you that if the pelvis is like relaxed and open like there's a way of like when you push down on the lower the coccyx yeah. it sort of opens it up oh, pelvis, right. basically oh yeah so we didn't if have that. if you're basically massaging and pushing down then it sort of pushes the pelvis yeah, 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 yeah. so that was a big i was just doing that all the time i had the music going on 
it was like a real production i had you know yeah. so that we had i was going to say practical advice was um i was very stressed about my in all the about my ipod about <laughs> like if we, cause we you know you get moved from place to place sometimes yeah, yeah so yeah. i'm very stressed about like have leaving the ipod behind yeah. so i was trying to like set set it all up so it was right next to me so i could grab the ipod if i had to leave the room at all yeah because i didn't want to, i couldn't trust my need to look after it <laughs> <laughs> if i had to go to the toilet i was like i'm just going to stop the music for a second whilst i go off <laughs> was like analyzed the strat i was like would you mind giving some of your attention just to make sure someone doesn't talk with this because it was too much you know, and if you're doing it on your phone so i'd say one practical thing would be I and then I felt a lot. And then I used an old iPod, yeah. uh, I, and then uh, that way I didn't stress about it. So d- rather than putting it on your phone and yeah. thinking, "Oh, I've got it on my phone," and then using that as your thing, get an old iPod or something, and then uh, you just don't care if it gets lost or stolen. It's, of course, right. it's not going to get stolen. That's, but a good, just that's saying, a very good tip. You know, there's a thousand pounds in the corner there. Yeah, you're, you're not just going to be like out of your consciousness. Like the whole time you're stressing about the birth but you're also thinking shit there's a grand just sitting on the side there yeah 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 yeah. i mean i've got to grab my phone if things go wrong so you don't need that extra little yeah of brain power focused on that that i mean we've got we've got we've got a bluetooth speaker so i'm just gonna keep the phone firmly in the pocket mate (laughs) i did think suddenly we've moved that's a a, a good yes but it's a good thing i hadn't even considered but still having a phone that if you want to do messages or whatever yeah 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 yeah. just to have something separate or whatever Uh, the music uh, what was the other thing that we did? The uh, Poonet. They told you about the Poonet. Well, we've heard Estimanito talk to us about the 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 sieve that her husband was given. And she said yeah. he didn't know what to do. He sort of just sat in the corner with it, scared. But that's because she was like, don't fucking talk. Yeah, she, I don't need yeah, your help. She, I mean, there's, obviously there's... There also is that thing as a birth partner I've I've got to understand from talking to people uh, yeah. is that you also sort of... You've got to be wary of at any point if you're being overbearing or anything like that. You've got to just step back and yeah. You know, some, yeah, yeah. Like, from what talking to Estaminito was very much of the mind of she almost just wanted to do it. She got into this headspace where she was like, "I'm going to do this. I don't need anyone else. Literally, not even her partner. She was almost just like, "You shut up and sit there. <laughs> just let me do this. I need to go into this zone." Yes. So I do think there is that thing of checking. I, I imagine some people might, you know. If they, if they were too overbearing, would have to slightly check their ego a bit and go right. Yeah, I mean, this ain't it was about me. Yeah, no, abs- I mean that's uh, uh, and that actually goes to wider thing of having a child. Is I was fully resolved from from the pregnancy from you know that that you are not number one anymore. Yeah, and that can be hard for someone's ego. Uh, a, a man, you know, this is your partner, the love of your life, and you have your child, and suddenly, but I just was like you just got to learn to share and that yeah, comes yeah. even before the baby. And it mm. certainly comes during the, the first few months of the, of the, of, uh, uh, onwards from that. But the point is you just got to be willing to step back. And, and, and I know that some people react badly to that, but yeah, suddenly yeah. they're not number one and yes. that you have to just, like, for me, it was like, I was secure in our love that, that I didn't diminish. It was just the addition of love, but her yes. priorities have to be, towards the nurturing of the child or the set, you know, and all that stuff. So we, so the point is you've got to leave your ego at the door as yeah. a man. It's also yeah. kind of like the first step of family. Like you hear that often when you have a second child that the first child has to understand now there's a new, yeah. there's yeah. someone coming along and things are going to be different. But obviously the step before that is for the partners yeah, yeah, or the yeah. parents to go, okay, now we're going to, yeah, it's not just about you and me. And that's, yeah. That has to be well, that, checked. But I'm, I've just started reading a book that Hannah read uh, called Three in a Bed, which is about co-sleeping. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it just talks about the psychology of that to some partners. Almost that. That is just there. Who already, if some partners who already might be a little bit sort of, not put out might be the wrong way of saying yeah. it, but like, you know, might feel a little bit excluded. Yeah, Suddenly yeah. you get into bed and your partner is sort of turned the other way with the, the baby there and you're just on the edge of the bed. And they, I think that they, to those people, they can, t- they can have a real issue with that. If you've Absolutely. not, but if you, but if you see it as like you say, it's, you know, you're comfortable Thank and you. you're like, you accept it. Cause yeah. you're like, this is a, it's, it's temporary. That's even if you want to put it in the most yeah. simple terms, but also it's necessary is the word I think as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and I think if you're, as long as you know that that's what's going on and you recognize it 
if those feelings come up in yourself, then you're kind of already, you're dealing with that's massively helpful towards dealing with it. But I think mm. some people, they don't understand why they feel rejected or angry or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And that's because they're not aware of necessarily the psychology of what's, of what's going on for them. But yeah. like, I was sort of fully like, yeah, I'm going to be, I mean, I have low self-esteem anyway, so I was like, I'm, I was fully prepared to go into second place. Like, I was like, this is my natural state. I don't want to be out in the front taking the lead of love. Yeah. I'm totally happy to take a step back, and I'm like, I'll take whatever scraps I can get. I'm grateful for it. So that, that was uh, that was easy to handle. But um, the, yeah, the punet. We were told to bring our own punet. Maybe things have changed. Maybe now you get given a punet. But we haven't been we haven't been talked to about no, it. It's no only one, really from Esther's. Yeah, <laughs> Punets has yet we, to be bring raised. Bring a if they don't. Have, but this was this goes for much larger thing. And that episode was what was really about was our desperate need to get this water birth that just yeah. we could not get. We never in five children we never got the water birth. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, we got in the for child four. I think we got in the bath for about ten minutes. And that was yeah. it. And then, but the rest of them, we couldn't get this water birth. And it was sort of, it was like the holy, we kind of almost like having more kids just to see how <laughs> to push the system to get this water birth. That we were, I just wanted finally to get it, but we never, we never managed to do it. The first one, the, they, they built this birth center and they were like, yeah, it's got its pool. And we were like, try, and then the birth center just didn't open. It, it was all built in time. They just didn't have the staffing and we were like gutted that we couldn't get. But there were, there was, in the main ward, there was one um, suite that had a birth pool and they were like, oh, it's busy. We, as soon as we got there, we were like, Is it, can we go into this one that's got the birth pool? We want to have a board there. And they were like, oh, we'll check. And they were like, no, it's busy. And I checked later and it wasn't busy. Oh. So I knew, but I knew because if they do a ward birth, someone has to be present all the time. Yeah, yeah, the midwife, yeah. Whereas otherwise they can sort of walk in and out and stuff. So right. they don't really yeah. want you to have a water birth in the okay. main thing because it's a pain in the ass for them and yeah. we're human beings. So that was like frustrating and I was trying to fight the system to get yeah. <laughs> But so I never got to use this. So we kept on just using the sieve as a sieve for years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Our poo sieve just became our normal sieve. Kitchen sieve, yeah. <laughs> we the kitchen sieve. And then every time we'd be pregnant, we'd like get the poos, take the poos, you know, the normal sieve with us. <laughs> Suddenly it became the normal sieve. <laughs> with it. But because we never got to use it as the poo sieve, yeah. we're just use, using it as our thing. So uh, It's just had more trips out of the house than yeah, most. Yeah, yeah. That, there's a happy ending. It's, every time I look at the poo sieve, I'm like, <laughs> there it is. That's, that presents us. Oh. We never had our water birth. If that sieve knew what it was being taken to do yeah. for, though, <laughs> poor thing. Every time it yeah. just gets taken on this day trip and it doesn't know what could have happened. <laughs> Yeah, I know how lucky it was. So, but a word of poo, let's get the poo thing out of the way. Again, yeah. if you've watched any books or read any books or watched anything, or you'll know that there's a bit of poo involved. If you're pushing yeah. and there's 12 hours of, te- you know, there's going to be some poo at some point. Yes. I mean, Jesus, let's, let's just get over that. Me. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be poo. The main issue is <laughs> not going to be from me. A guy going, oh, there's some poo. It's going to be, you know, no one wants to poo in public. (laughs) (laughs) Again, yeah. There's more, but I mean, you are otherwise distracted to the the utter shame of your public poo-poo. But as a man, again, I was just like, yeah, grab it, get rid of it. You know, there's some gross stuff going on out there in the world. And you just... You know, you lock it in that dark place. Yeah. <laughs> Revisit it again. <laughs> the same with like the birth. You know, you go, you see the birth, it's beautiful. And you're like, how am I ever going to have a sexual thing? You know, guys, we're not complicated. It takes no. about, you know, the first erection you get, suddenly you'll forget what you saw. Yeah. <laughs> like, how will I ever be attracted to the after seeing the poo and the what? Oh, I've got an erection. Suddenly, yeah. guess what? I can manage. <laughs> I can just about manage to get over it on this yeah. time. So they're, they're, you you do worry about these things. Oh, but you know, but Nate, you know, we, as a species, we've somehow survived. This yes. Stuff. So, um, but yeah. So, you, so I was just. I think as a birth partner, I was just. I was just in on it. I think the reason. So. The, uh, you got a tens machine, not that they're necessary. 100%. We have we haven't bought we haven't, it yet, no. we've, but we, we I think we're it. going to. It's on the list to buy. Yeah. They're quite cheap, you, you know. Buy it, you can rent it. Yeah. Oh. 
Okay. Uh, there's a company called Tens something, and we rented it every time. They send it. It's got new batteries. It's got everything. Explains it, and they're quite good. They do. I. They, I think they are, are. They do work up to a point in terms of you, yeah. You increase the voltage, and that kind of can help. But really, what they're great is for a guy. They're fantastic because it's a gadget that yeah. allows you to, like feel like you're doing. Look, I'm reading the instructions, and I'm putting the pads in the right place, and I'm operating this little gizmo. So, it, it, in a way, it's sort of good for sort of psychological distraction. So, do you, what did you when with the tens machine? You were actually holding yeah, the holding the, it. I was holding it and, and sort of going uh, now, you know, and timing it to yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, contraction and stuff. And the other thing is like I was holding because there's the gas and air thing, which is sort of awkward because it comes out the wall. And again, Minnie was at weird angles, so it's just it's just being able to put it on the side, pick it up, hand it to her. So yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. she had basically your job is just. You're like the, the pit stop. Uh, you know, your job is to just do everything in the background yeah. so, that, so that your partner can just focus 100% on their body, their breathing, and their state of mind and all that stuff. And you just have to do all the kind of take to it forward. The admin around it, basically. Well, admin. You're an admin. Yeah. And, you're basically you know, like sort of, um, what's the word, like, you know, like an entourage of a massive yeah. celebrity. You're like yeah, the one yeah, who's exactly. just make sure they don't ever have to get their own yeah. drink and stuff. And you're not getting the glory. There's no glory in it, <laughs> as much as. Uh, but you, but you. Unless play you're the best. Against. Yeah, unless oh, Rose exactly. tells you that, and then you unless. put it in a sitcom on Radio Four to say everyone else knows. <laughs> there's, no, there's no glory. There's self. Yeah, you get the satisfaction of knowing you did what you did, but, yeah. but so you're just doing all of these things. Hello, I'm Chris England, and I'm here to tell you about the Fun Factory podcast, available now on Great Big Owl. Each time, I will be reading a couple of chapters of my novel, The Fun Factory, a historical comedy about the history of comedy, so it will kind of be like a free audiobook, which you can listen to at the gym, or jogging, or at your desk while pretending to do your job, or on the train, without the embarrassment of people seeing you actually reading a book like some kind of swat. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And I guess the, the, the other thing that I wanted to say was, um, the, the, you know, the breathing and stuff. I just, again, they've sort of the NCT have done it and this whole like counting to 10 and being now, I guess it depends on what kind of person you are. Like you was mentioning that person, they didn't want that person involved. But for many, you know, we doing the counting together. It was like, you, that was the real stuff it was like, really yeah. you're doing all this other stuff and whatever, but the counting and the soothing and the encouragement that is like the real that's where you're like you're in on it and i remember yeah. and then when things get a bit towards the end and there's been a might be a little complication or there's nothing that you know escape but you know like things just happen whatever the point is that you're just like you're 100% locked in to your partner and being there to give them a, something to focus on that is like love and um, that they feel safe, basically, to make yes. them, you know. And so I was. That's what I was really trying to do as much as possible. And uh, but like, you know, there's there's no. Uh, and you're just. Um, that's intense. That's like a shared moment. Yeah. You have forever. I don't know how. 
I think for women, I can't speak because obviously I've not been, but, but it seemed to be that you do get, Monique definitely got into a state of mind, of focus, and uh, and I wonder how much she really remembers of it all because, yeah. uh, you know, just uh, almost like she went to a different place, almost. like And so, but you have to be there to sort of keep everything grounded and be part of that but be aware of the doctors and the midwives and all of that stuff. So that, that was where it was real. And re- and then when the actual birth part, like the, um, you know, when things, when baby's crowning and all that stuff, it's like, you're there to, to help. I think I did help towards that fight, literally that final push in terms of the, 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 you know, you're doing amazing, you're doing, you know, and then just like listening to what the, the midwife is saying or the doctor and, and sort of being the, the the um not what I said the uh, the, the in between person between yeah, that yeah, yeah, so yeah, you yeah. you're sort of taking those instructions and then feeding them to your partner and I just remember when things get really real I just remember sort of being literally right in there next to Monique squeeze let you know squeezing each other's hands put you know taking that information that was coming to me and and sort of pushing and I had to get a bit um you know you can't there's no moment for shyness at that point you've got yeah, to be yeah. like or like how you look or what's going on. It's like, it's just, you got to be like just encouraging and, and then, and it's, and it's, I'm talking about that final five, 10 minutes. Or yeah. yeah. Like, I suppose at that point as well, the like, like this, even the tone is going to be from the midwives and doctors, whatever, whatever the situation is, their tone is going to be sort of supportive, but it's also m- more medical than it will be supportive. Yeah. So you've got almost, you know, try and then just almost translate. not just translate, yeah. but yeah, obviously you'd have heard it, but you're then saying it again in a much more humanistic term. Yes, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, you're nearly there. You're come on. We can, you're doing amazing. You're doing fantastic. You're so close. We, this is so. You're doing amazing. You're just a few, just a big. Come on, the biggest push, and you're like, you're just in on it. Like it's like yeah, you're yeah, in yeah. a different place yourself almost. But that 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 I felt was, um, you know, as opposed to some guy standing behind everybody going oh, is oh what's going on oh, no. and whatever and it was being a pain in the ass in their own right like you're, yeah, you yeah. know and so it, it was just it was just fully focused on you know i was like right in monique's face right there to give her that to give her something to focus on to give yeah. her that comfort you know hopefully and whatever and, and 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 i felt like that and it was an amazing thing for me selfishly just to be there in in it in, yeah in on it i do think that it was like we were part of it together, you know. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, I suppose it would be and, not not to, you know, that feeling of as well once the baby's out, you know, if you've been right up there going yeah. in them final moments, you know, I suppose there'd be a part of you that has that moment of relief much more significantly than yeah. if you're on the other side of the room just waiting for them to tell you, your baby's arrived. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you, you feel part of that process. Of course, yeah. you're course your partner's doing the heavy lifting and all yeah, that. Yeah, of course. But you're but you're but you're part of it. You are part of it. And yeah, um, you you get an assist for it. Yeah. You get yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I mean I always joke about I, my stand up I joke about, you know, men uh, about, you know, how it's tougher for men the birth and whatever. <laughs> you know, and how because we you know, Monique's not there psychologically she's not there. So I'm the one who has to <laughs> Bear the full brunt of the. I mean, there's, there's a, there is a, and I sort of hesitate to talk about it in front of Hannah, but I will, you know, there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of fear with the birth, uh, and that's normal. And um, for me, as a sort of stressy, Jewy type person, I, I should point out to people, I am a Jew. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not just a, that that type of person. Jewy, I'm also a Jew. Uh, you know, there's a lot of. St- stress and that lead up and all this kind of and if you watch these things and you know and you're just getting free you know I, you you have to hold back on that and it get that moment of the birth of the, the the labor and then those sort of 10 20 minutes of the final bit is are the most intense moments of my life yeah. and they are so real and um and that's sort of i think where you kind of show what you're about in some way if you're are you going to buckle under that pressure and that fear and that whatever you're going to just get in on it yeah and the relief at the end is just like oh my god the baby's here the baby's healthy everyone's safe it's like oh but god that that 
the pressure of building up through the nine months. Yeah, just yeah, even yeah, now, yeah. Just, it comes with it. This is what I really wanted to say was, what's funny about it all is, is that you sort of get past that moment and the baby's here and the baby's safe and your partner's safe and everything's cool. And then you realize all of that nine months just is meaningless. <laughs> it's like all of that stress is like, oh, oh, now I've got this creature, this being, and you think you've got somewhere and really you've got to the start. And that's the yeah. one thing I would have wished that they'd done in the NCT was just go, of course, we're here to talk about the birth and we're here to um, prepare you as much as possible. But, but and even though they talked about breastfeeding, but they didn't talk about this sort of almost psychological thing of like, uh, like you think that you, you get the birth done and suddenly that's something. Well, it, it isn't. Like that's out of the way. And then the real journey starts. In yeah. A way. And, and I think I weirdly feel like that was quite a, a big topic in the NCT we did. I feel like we, that was like quite stressed. Yeah, I think that was my that was my question as well at the start of it, going, is there any particular things you want to talk about today? And mine was, what do you do once it, once you've yeah. got the baby? Like, yeah. what happens once that moment when you just have the baby there? Yeah. Now what? And actually we did a whole, the second day of the NCT, we did it over a weekend on Zoom. And yeah, the second day was almost exclusively about once the baby's here. And it was actually really good. I found it really, you know, I suppose because I've spent a lot of the pregnancy reading child psychology books and things just like that sort of a topic I'm interested in. So I think I've spent a lot of time, I don't, and because Hannah's had quite a, a breezy pregnancy there's yeah. not been any issues luckily like, like yesterday um Hannah was feeling a bit sick for the oh, first time almost since very early on and she didn't really particularly have any uh, sickness early on yeah. and you know had to have a few blood tests for this platelets thing that's currently just showing up as being a bit low you know on the whole Hannah's pregnancy has been so she's made it look very easy so oh. I've spent the whole pregnancy not in any way really stressing about the birth because she's not given any indication that it's going to be difficult and even and just from doing this we feel like we're constantly hearing such a varied list of stories of births that I've not got one in my head that I think Hannah will have you know I'm just open to whatever happens that actually I yeah it's only in the last I'd say few days like that that near to the birth that I've started to suddenly have almost little moments in the day where I suddenly can envision the actual birth itself mm. and I, I think like you were saying that that's when I start I can feel a little bit of stress and a little bit yeah. of something I've not felt the whole pregnancy like pre-gig nerves or pre- yeah or whatever and that's- but I've been lucky because I think a lot of people do spend a lot of the pregnancy thinking that but I've been very lucky that it's just very very recent it's even really coming into a reality yeah and that's great that you guys have that your NCT did talk about that stuff I guess it just they didn't seem to ours but and then maybe it was just also because i got such a such a state about the birth itself that i hadn't allowed myself to psychologically prepare yeah not that it was like a massive it turns out wasn't that big a transition at all but it just in terms of but but it but it was like oh like you feel like you've got somewhere and then that you feel like that's the destination and that is yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i said I texted someone today and just said something about that, you know, because I'm 36 weeks at the moment and saying getting very close to the end. And then I was like, slash beginning. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. It's not, is it? Like it's, it's going to be the end of the pregnancy, but it's the start of yeah. life. Well, I suppose, you know, because we've, we've talked for a fair bit already, but that won't keep you too long. But it would be good to just probably go into that quickly. Like, obviously, once the baby arrives, obviously, you were, you know, you nailed the birth. <laughs> the birth part of it every like, time what, five times what uh, once the baby came along how was your transition into being like the support you know the, uh, the main support yeah i mean I, there was stress we had some issues with breastfeeding and maybe the uh, i don't think they do it as much but the nct pushed the breastfeeding maybe a little bit too much like Scared right. us a little bit that if he wasn't breastfed or, did, or had a bottle, that their life would be almost over and all that yeah. sort of stuff. So we had some issues with breastfeeding. But the, and actually, Morty, when we got home from the hospital, like the, Morty was, we went into labor with, uh, this is our eldest, uh, like uh, about 12 o'clock at night. And actually, Monique, like uh, the, 
she had like a Braxton Hicks or something in the morning or uh, the plug went or something like that. So we thought, oh, it's now in the next week or so. And I hadn't yet built the pram, uh, built the um, cot and things like that. So weirdly enough, we were like, okay, well, let's, let's get these things together that we had sort of got, but hadn't really sorted out and everything. Yeah. So we got all that stuff done and that took the whole day and I was having some DIY issues with the cot and all the stuff, but got it done, absolutely shattered. We lay down about 12, 31 o'clock in the morning and then Meek's like, oh, my water's broke. And I was like, oh no, this is my night. Because I was, I was so tired <laughs> that the idea that, it was like I can't. I've got nothing. Like it was like it was like a trick that I sort of was starting. Yeah, yeah. With so I think I just went. But you you just go to this other place. But getting home, we were so we were pretty. The birth, you know, Morty was born like nine fifty in the morning. That later that morning, so we went in. We waited at home for a few hours and then went in in the middle of the night and stuff. But um, so we spent the day there. Got home that night. We didn't want to spend the night. Uh, that's why I wanted to say I want to talk about that. I wouldn't talk about second. But um, we got home in the evening. And then we went to sleep at sort of nine o'clock or something. And Morty just slept all night. And we wow. were like, oh my God, this is an absolute piece of piss. Like we, <laughs> everyone says they're waking up and da, da, da. But look at this. What we hadn't realized was that he was, was basically been starving and was just too tired to wake up. <laughs> so when we woke up next morning and tried to latch it, it was like there's this weird thing where you need to breastfeed, but if they don't get it, enough then they start losing energy yeah, and then, yeah, start losing. So then from that point on i was like it was very stressful because it was like i was milking monique like by hand to get this little cut that we could give him to give him enough strength to get him to latch on and he wasn't latch on so this sort of three-day thing we were like it all became about trying to get her to get him to breastfeed and to yeah. latch on properly and it took that was a stress that coincided with the uh postnatal depression that you know like that and that not the big thing, but the the thing you get three days after where, you know, for a, a woman, you basically crash, you know, and, and uh, that yeah. happened with all the... So that's something to expect, unfortunately. And is that just thinking. the, you know, obviously the po- the birth and the, the initial aftermath is just almost so exhilarating. Oh, There's so much... That, yeah. that once that all dies down, the adrenaline, everything goes. It's just... You're basically just totally out of gas, aren't you? I think so, but I, but I do think there are medical reasons for and it probably hormonal is yeah hormones totally the hormone yeah, yeah. Shit so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that can be um and again as a guy in that situation you, you know you know if you've looked into all this stuff and you've researched you know what's coming anyway yeah so yeah. you just got to make sure that you're just aware of what's going on and maybe not point out too often you know <laughs> no this is totally <laughs> 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 this is just what happens I didn't, wrong. I didn't do anything wrong in this case it's, you're just you know, you're feeling like this because i'm like maybe just take, just go yeah okay it's my fault i'm sorry yeah, 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 yeah. maybe rather than my so maybe i'm not so good when it comes to that stuff but um <laughs> the, the after thing but yeah so but body did feed in the end and then it was all fine but there was like are we going to go back into the hospital and all that. So that was, a, that was slightly, that was, no, that was slightly, that was yeah, incredibly yeah. stressful a couple of days. Yeah. Um, but. And did I you did kind of, did you work your way through that by yourselves or did you contact people? Well, we had, we, you know, you had the birth, she, they come around, the, the midwives come around um, like every day. So we did have a midwife right. come and then I think, and check on us and help us with the latching and, 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 and voice her concerns. And we were going to leave it like one more day and then, and then if he wasn't latching, we were going to have to go back into hospital or do a bottle, which we didn't want to do the bottle because the NCT had like said if they take the bottle, then they never latch on, yeah, which yeah, I don't yeah. think is 100% true anyway. No. Uh, so it was just like, it was that it was really super, and combined with this uh, depression thing. So it was just super, super stressful. Mm. Uh, oh yeah, there is some good practical advice though. One is give yourself some time alone before accepting people. Into yeah. that first few days, I, I would say, you know, of course you want to show off the baby and you want to whatever, but I would just keep it to like core family. Uh, maybe we invited some friends around too soon um, and we should have waited more like a week or two. Yeah, yeah. Give yourself that time because it, 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 that was that was a mistake, I think, uh, having too many people too soon. You know, that baby's going to be there. You can show him or her off. There will be opportunities. Um, and what's the other thing? Um, oh yeah. So I don't know which, yeah, you, you different part of London, but the hospital that we went to had, was great. 
the births were all great, like really good midwife stuff. But then you go up to the uh, um, and not the postnatal postnatal thing, and that was I'm sorry to say a bit rubbish. Yeah, and I want to say something a bit harsh here. It, it seems to me that they're you know you like any uh, career or, or job or anything, you're going to have good people at it and you're going to have bad people at yes. it. And with midwives, it felt felt to me i could be wrong i don't want to insult any midwives there but it seems to me that they tend to there are some rubbish midwives and they might get put on certain shifts or in certain places in the hospital where they do the least harm right. if that makes sense so um the antenatal stuff you know yes we had some good and, and a lot of and by the way a lot of people go between those different departments yeah, but yeah. when we First wife in the hospital, I thought, oh, we're going to go into a suite, we're going to have our suite, but you don't go in until you're eight centimeters dilated. So we so we actually spent that first sort of five hours or so in um, on a ward where people were in that pre-state thing. And that yeah, was really yeah. stressful because you don't have, you know, you've got your curtains on either side. The the midwives were frankly rubbish. Were hard. I had to go and say, look, can we do another check? And what, you know, we were just left alone basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, that was really stressful. And, and it was also hot and stuff, which is similar birth time for mm-hmm. us. Birthdays on Sunday. So it was, it was really hot, but, and you're cramped and you've got all your stuff and it's all in this little, not even a cubicle in this sort of just so, and we were just so desperate to get to our actual room. Once we got to the room, then it was great. Suddenly we had a new midwife who was like on it. We had space. I could set things up. We could get, you know, and then Monique could walk around. She could do the things she needed to do for the labor. When we were in that little cubicle, you know, but they keep you in there until you are eight centimeters dilated. Yeah. yeah. But you have to be on it. And they, so that, that felt a bit like, Oh my God, please don't let say this is going to be our midwife. Because it was was just rubbish. And then unfortunately, (laughs) there were some rubbish people in the after part as well. Like with the first time we actually ended up staying in the birth, um, not birth suites, but in the, in the, and then we actually, they were going to send someone around to check and they didn't like a doctor needs to come and check. Everything's okay. And finally we were like, we're just going to leave. And they were like, well, you have to sign a form. They want to keep you in there. And I understand yeah. why they do, but we were like, baby's healthy. And we've confirmed that just because of scheduling that you haven't managed to get a doctor to come and check on us doesn't mean that we should then wait another 24 hours just yeah, 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 of so we're just going to leave and the when we did then go up to the uh postnatal ward uh it was it was it was the same thing you're back in these little yeah very yeah, small yeah. amount of space there's a lot of crying people a lot of crying kids uh babies obviously but so it was very hard for me to get sleep it was very hard and i understand why it's Necessary, but in different countries, you just go home straight away. And yeah, in some yeah. places, like, right, you stay in there for like a week or two, but you get like a room. Whereas this, in this particular, you know, you're on a ward basically, and you'll yeah, get yeah. very little sleep, bad food, you're not taken care of as well as, you know, you've got one person running around and stuff. So that, for me, I would say if the baby's totally healthy and all of that stuff, that they want to do, you know, they want to do the ear check, they want to do all that stuff, that stuff can wait and will be done anyway later again. Yeah. But they just sort of want, they wanted to sort of keep us in and then they would be like, oh, well, we didn't manage to get this sign, this bit, this silly bit of paper, whatever is signed off and made it seem like you had to stay and you yeah, don't yeah, have yeah, to yeah, stay. Yeah. If the baby's healthy and you've been there, you know, maybe stay for a day or two, but there was like this poor mum who'd been in there for like three days because they hadn't sorted something out. Yeah. yeah. And I just, you know, you can just leave like and get to your home where if something's wrong at that point go straight back in of course but yeah yeah, of course. But you want to be back home in your safe environment and that you can where it's the three of you and you can focus on the you know rather than the stress of the paperwork and someone needs to do that oh but we've run out of people so we can't do the test today so you've got to wait in another 24 hours yeah yeah time you off and all that and just make your own judgment call i guess as well yeah yeah, yeah yeah um of course, they want to be safe and sorry, and of course, of course. you want to be safe and sorry. Yeah, but yeah, at the same yeah. time, there is genuinely nothing wrong, and it's just because of some um, bureaucratic stuff. Yeah, why? Wait- that, that sounds like it's a similar thing to like what we've tended to learn from talking to so many people about their birth stories. Mm-hmm. You know, in that thing of 
and some of the books Hannah's read and she's told me about it like you know I think people don't realize you've got much more say in everything yeah like in the birth in the run to the birth and changing midwives if you don't get on with a midwife and there's loads of things you can do and and obviously in the postnatal situation as well like I think we have in this country and in a lot of western probably it's it's a civilized sort of country thing in it where we think we we just assume they obviously know everything and we know nothing. So yeah. we assume that there'd be no possibly no there couldn't be um, a bad reason or sort of a negative reason why they're keeping us in. Where like you say, it could be something as simple as an administrative which, error, which, which it is. It's because oh that person forgot to sign that thing before they left the first yeah, yeah. Well now I've got to wait twenty four hours again until. I mean, there are some there are some really silly and stupid things that take. Yeah, place yeah, yeah. Through that. I think when it comes to the health, like health stuff, I think people are so scared to make their own. And I think yeah, judgment call. public schoolboy British type thing. Oh, I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to. I felt like that. Oh, I've listened like, exactly like you say, and maybe it's just a British thing or a Western thing. Oh, this is the expert and stuff. But yeah. we did have one. You know, we had four. All five births. They're all here, and they will say. But one Monique was her waters are gone, and there was a bit of thing. So they were trying to. Um, you know, they induce. They gave her this chemical, you know, this drip that would sort of induce the baby, basically. And the midwife who was running it, I could see, was not following the doctor's instructions, and I could yeah. see was giving her too much. Like I could see that I could see that she came and said, "I oh, just keep it at point two or point one and she was doing it. She was accelerating it. And because yeah. I'd seen this, you know, you got to, people want they've they've got their own shifts or they've had a yeah, long day. Yeah, yeah. They want to leave early, or they don't, or they know there's another birth they've got to deal with. So they, she, she felt. I know she was doing it, like even, and it's a painful thing as well because it's it's inducing, which is a you know. So I knew it was, but she made her call outside of the doctor, and I knew what she'd done, and I was getting bit. I was like, I tried to put some gentle, like, oh, like passive aggressive, like, oh, that's interesting. It's at point two, but the doctor said point one, and I wish I'd been much more. And yeah. eventually I was just going to say, and she just didn't see, you can see when someone's good at their job and when someone's on it and when someone is engaged and she yeah, just wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was very close to doing it. Unfortunately, she went off shift. The next person we had was just amazing and just like anal and just like absolutely 100% on it. And uh, yeah. that, But that's one midwife out of six in that. But, you know, so I feel like they put their best, they know who's ever in charge of the midwife knows who's, good at their stuff yeah, and that's yeah. who you're going to get for the actual birth itself and not to get too stressy so i'm saying if you're in the pre part of it and there's someone who's a bit rubbish and a few hmm. people you know like these guys don't seem to care they kind of don't and they're kind of just maybe they're just um local you know they've come in to make up the numbers or whatever it is and they're not and it, it but that's not who you're necessarily going to get at yeah, the fi- yeah. and if you are in a final situation and someone isn't meeting your needs then you just have to get over the silly british yeah 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 lightness and just say look i've got to be honest with you i'm not feeling that confident here i'm not feeling great and and just be willing to step in yourself and because you know it's this is this this is the most important few moments in some way and, and yeah yeah kind of feel that you just want to be comfortable and um not be being angry that someone's doing stuff and whatever, but yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I didn't follow that advice myself because I didn't, I wasn't brave <laughs> enough. Yeah, um, so it feels like a big. What was the other? I want to say one more thing. Top tip: Don't. If you, are you taking a birth ball in? Um, we have. Like, well, we've, oh, we've, we've, we've we finally. I've pa- I packed the birth bag the other day, yeah. uh, but we haven't taken the. The ball is still sitting here. Okay, well, blown I, up. I think it's good. Yeah, I mean, I think Monique really enjoyed it. Some of them do have them in it anyway. If you're in a birth suite, yeah. but we, she definitely got a lot of use out of it. The okay. only thing I'm gonna say is don't blow it up until you're in the final room. Yeah, yeah I yeah. blew it up in the first phase, <laughs> and then and it was really hard. And then, I, and then we moved, and you can't fit it through the doors, so I had to deflate it, and then I had to push it up again. I was like, t- I was shattered. Okay, <laughs> cool. It's a good tip. Yeah, because I, mean, I had not really thought about bringing that yet. And no. like, I suppose it's good to add to the list. I mean, you might um, have it there. They, a lot of them do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it are you going for a birth suite? Or do you know if it's, does the place have birth suites? Or is yeah. it do. Yeah, ideally that's our first choice. But, you know, a lot of the people we've spoken to and things we've heard is often you don't get to go in there because yeah. the rooms might be in use or whatever. Yeah. So, so I'm aware that um, a hospital, like the labour ward is... 
likely or a possibility. So having those things, like I'm sure they've got birth balls there, but whether they've got enough for enough people on an award is questionable, isn't it? Again, it's it's the staffing issue. We went in on the weekend uh, and there are positives and negatives. And I've also talked about this on a standoff about like the parking thing and the weekend was great because it was this like free weekend parking and, and that's another, you know, you're stressing about, I don't know if you're driving, whatever. We're just, we're just working that out. Yeah, we haven't decided yet what the... Well, this is it because you got, you need the, you need, you need the car seat to come home safely. Yeah. So for me, it was like the same thing. Do you just go in and get a cab or something or do you take the car? But look, there are practical concerns and you don't want to be in the berth thinking, oh my God, the meter's running out. In, in yeah, 20- yeah, totally. And that, you know, oh, I'm going to get it. To, it's, it's straight. I know it seems like stupid, but it is the kind of stuff that you just don't need as part of your processing power. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so having that kind of worked out. And for me, it was like, I've got a whole like routine. I mean, like, I did a whole series about the whole birth thing, but yeah. that was one of the things was, was like, do we park a little bit further? That means Monique has to walk further to the hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. then I don't have to worry about parking. And for me, that was worthwhile. <laughs> normally when we have guests hannah gets to ask me if i've got any questions for them but as it's i've led this one have you got any f- final questions for josh i guess one thing for me is having been there at five different births and then when you bring new yeah. children home when you've got children there how how different that process is yeah it's uh it well, it, again, well, I guess it's part of making them part of the process in the, through the birth, through the, uh, through the pregnancy, that they are, are aware of it. And I think, like, with the first or second, that's obviously a big jump. With the second to the third is a big jump. Then after that, it's like a free-for-all. And now they're like, are you guys going to have another kid? Are you, come on, we want another baby. Whatever. We're like, <laughs> absolutely not. Get, like, you need to get over it. Um, <laughs> but they look, but I think it's just... That they, they're, I don't want to. Again, this sounds probably a bit wanky, but it's about the the love. There's there's an infin, infinite amount of love, basically. So they yeah. don't. If you've done your job right as a parent, they don't feel that having a child is a threat to them. Because, yeah. You know, infinite plus infinite is still infinite. Yeah. Of course, time does change, and there is a thing that you have to share your time in a different way. But what the benefit you get from that is you that they get that time with each other. So of course I spend, I get I you know we have to be quite strong about, and I don't always succeed about this is spending that one on one time with each child, with for yeah. both of us. Um, uh, but at the same time they are always occupied by our, by each other. So they yeah, yeah. yes they lose out a little bit of focus from me as you sort of have to spread the focus. But then they get so much more. So that and that's the payoff of having a large family or whatever. But yeah, yeah. Um, but certainly with siblings, um, if the, the, uh, there was never this like um, fear of that Morty, who was the eldest, was going to sort of. Um, I, I don't know why we never really considered it as an issue. We, I mean, maybe we talked about it, but it, it, it's like uh, it was always like an, an exciting thing. It was never going to be yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah replace you in any way i think that uh, as a um, the man or partner in in the situation i knew i I was wary of that so i just i had to step up my game with the eldest when the new baby came along because your job as uh, as the guy in that situation is basically to run interference yeah so kids going to be used to having constant access to their mum, but so you just have to sort of be there to give that many, you know, I felt like I had to be there to sort of distract him, take him off, do things yeah, with him, yeah, keep him yeah, occupied, yeah. so he's not. And so many could have that kind of one-on-one bonding time for those first few months yeah, with yeah. Artie, and that and, and that and that seemed to work. But again, you are going from sort of your your and as a man, you're in the pecking order. You are then going down another one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and I can't tell you how low I am. Uh, but but that but it, and I guess it sort of does change. But you 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 um, but it's great, and that's part of that's that's your role. 
Yes. But I guess as well, like you said, with the engagement, if you've already been engaged and involved, then it ju- that's just shifting up rather than suddenly being like, oh, my God, I have to look after this one yeah, while yeah. she's got yeah. the other one. It's like it's just, um, you know, massaging that a bit and changing that relationship. Uh, absolutely. I mean, as a, par- as, as, a, um, as, a, as a parent or whatever advice in terms of um, like the parenting side of it, it's just... And this doesn't come from me as much as uh, Monique, who you've met, obviously, and knows she's an incredibly nurturing person. Uh, and I'm very blessed to have her to compliment my cynical asshole tendencies. <laughs> uh, good balance that works, I think. But um, but even so, I, but I'm in on it. It's, it's just, it's hugs and kisses. That's all. It's yeah, just yeah, yeah. an infinite supply of hugs and kisses and boundaries and whatever. But that first six you know not six months the first year the first now all the time it's just every opportunity for a hug and a kiss um is is, you know it it just brings you together so that when you do have to start really start setting the boundaries they know that it's not coming from a plate you know that the love is still there yeah yeah, yeah. that's never threatened it's never like oh you're making do this because of you don't love me. That's never a question. Yeah. Yes. They feel that love so total. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, Sounds but, good to me. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> but you need those. But you do need the boundaries for sure. Yeah. You, you, that, but that comes. That's way down the line. But that first yeah, thing yeah. is, and I think with Morty, all we did was just stare at him for like three years. <laughs> just the two because I'm home as well and you'll find it just you're just staring at them you're just yeah. staring at them there, <laughs> then they start moving you're staring at every moment and I, I don't think a child has ever got and I feel slightly sorry you know the other kids aren't going to get that level of yeah, yeah. intensity and stuff but 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 Morty is a, is just so comfortable in his skin because you can just tell here's a guy and he's not like um, he's not like a dick like some kids you know can be um, if like spot, it's different between being spoiled and being loved. Yes, yeah. definitely. Being, and and he doesn't feel entitled. There's no like entitlement sense of like uh, he's the center of the universe. We let still like I say that there are boundaries, but he feels loved. And I think both Monique and I were very conscious of um, building that environment for our kids to make up for certain failings. Certainly on my part, yeah. uh, and my backgrounds yeah, yeah oh cool oh, that was excellent man. that's yeah. really some really good tips and um oh. and it's just good to hear yeah it's, it's, it's good for me to hear a full full sort of you know take on being Dad a birth check-in. and yeah just but being a birth partner that thing yeah. of be having the yeah i think i've sort of got a sense of what it takes and but it's good to know it's good to hear it from a, a personal take on it rather than what books that say you should one. do. And obviously from the, the best on earth. <laughs> well, you're welcome to, to, to step up. So generation, I'm happy to hand over my, uh, if, if, my our, if our midwife starts even set, starts that sentence to me, I'm going to record it just so I've got yeah. evidence. Or get your mum to say it in her Irish Yeah, accent. I might. I'm, I'm going to mock it up. I'm going to get the midwife just to say it for, just for a laugh. Um, yeah. no, cheers! It's, Thanks it's so, so much, man. Well, yeah. congratulations, both of you. It's a very exciting time, and uh, it's going to be great. And uh, I was just thinking, your your productivity is going to drop. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Take goodbye to your career. That's it's fine. Uh, <laughs> I've done what I do eleven. I did eleven fringes in a row, so I'm allowed to have a couple of years in the yeah, absolutely. You know, relax. You think you'd be allowed, but it's yeah, but then it becomes what your priority is as a as a human and what yes. you and the, the constant acknowledgement of balance, but that becomes a wider philosophy of life. But I'm very aware that this thing of them being a small, this time period of them being a small child is, um, is very finite and yes. will appear. And funnily enough, it's almost like having five children. It's only now that that's allowed the early months to be fully embedded because you're yeah. just going to forget it. You're going to forget the birth. You're going to forget the, these first year you just, that's just a natural part of it but having gone through it five times now i sort of have a sense of that stuff <laughs> yeah, 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 analyze yeah. i think and i think it's almost a natural uh sort of biological thing because it, it's a hard you know it's hard it's an amazing time but it can be quite hard 
And so it just wipes your brain. What has to be wiped clear. So you'll yeah. do it again. Yeah. 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 You start, Cause you start thinking, oh, this last year has been insane when you're in it. You're like, not, if you're not getting sleep and you're going to get less sleep. But then after two years, you're suddenly like, oh, that wasn't so bad. I <laughs> <laughs> like, well, yeah. That was actually right, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, right, and then cool, it's round man. Well, thanks for talking to us. Yes, thank you. Absolutely. And, uh, well, any, like, uh, yeah, well, I'll probably be tapping you up uh, for some more tips within a few months. <laughs> yeah, the next the next level. We'll see. Well, the proof's in the pudding. I almost feel like I shouldn't really talk about parenting until all the kids... <laughs> are in prison. <laughs> yeah. I've not murdered anybody. <laughs> then I like and be like, see, yeah. I told you. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see, um, see how it goes. Cool. Thanks, man. All right, guys. Well, good luck. Have, I mean, not, I wouldn't say enjoy it, but I mean, enjoy the, the journey, but uh, definitely take it in. And, and it is, it, oh, it's, a, it's like the most intense, real moment of your life you only get a handful of these things anyway so i hope it's a lovely easy thing experience for you it's it's coming it's yeah. coming <laughs> all right cheers all right guys thanks Hello, I'm Justin. And I'm Lucy. And together we are the hosts of Plenty Questions. It's a very straightforward general knowledge quiz. We ask you 20 questions, one after the other, five second gap in between, and you shout the answers out. And then you tweet us to let us know how you've got on. See if you can get 20 out of 20. No one has so far, but that's because we haven't started doing it yet. Mm, But we will. Uh, And there's also going to be some fiendish brain teasers, so join us for Plenty Plenty Questions. Questions. 